boy talking about on the telephone, man? Explain it what to him. What the hell? we know there's a telephone, boy. What the hell thing I doing? Losing his mind. And I'm reaping all the benefits. Let's not stand on ceremony here. We have blood to spare. You're like some desperate howling demon. You frightened me. Do it again. People have accidents. Frank, what are you saying? I'm saying people have accidents, that's all. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate a bill. Welcome to Comic-Cons, a geek podcast for the rest of us who are the motherfucking rest of us. My name is Nick Stevens and I am your host, but in a way, aren't we all coming down the mountain? When she comes, she'll be coming around that mountain. I'll be coming down the mountain and I came down the mountain <laughs> today, today. Way down in the sewers. <laughs> uh, I come from like you. And like you, I want to belong. To reemerge. That's probably way off. I don't even know. Danny DeVito, you're the man. Batman returns. You googs, kids. Okay, no, but seriously. I was in the mountains. Okay. There might have been a lake. Named after a guy named Smith. Went to the family. A little get-together with the family. Uh, my wife, my beautiful wife, and my little baby boy, not so much a baby anymore, but I keep calling him baby boy because he'll always be my baby boy and I love him so much. We went uh, over the hills and through the woods, but not to grandmother's house. And we may or may not have been surrounded by the enemy, that of which we do not speak. Um, and I'm not referring to Satan. Satan, Satan, Satan. But I mean, might as well. Close enough. Um, <laughs> look, all I'll say is there may have been a lot of signs and flags, okay? <laughs> and there may have been a house, like a regular looking house, but with a big yellow banner sign that said, taxes, guns, and ammo. Like, <laughs> we'll do your taxes, but we'll also sell you some guns and ammo. <laughs> Come get your taxes done here, but if you need some ammo and guns, we can get that to you too. Okay, and it's in a house. Like, I picture like somebody showing up for... The gun's like, hey, all right, uh, we got our fucking AR-15 double-sided clip, fully loaded, body armor piercing. Oh, taxes. Oh, right, of course. <laughs> yeah, we do taxes as well. Um, that was there. And uh, no, but it was fun. The lake was nice. It was placid, not to be confused with Bridget Fonda and Oliver Platt running from an alligator with Bill Pullman in tow. However, um, it was nice and um, it was a good break. A good break from some of the madness. Sometimes you got to go out into the woods and be surrounded by nature to remember, well, to remember how creepy it is. <laughs> um, no, I mean, look, it's good, right? Like the Henry David Thoreau in me, and I think he is in there somewhere, he's somewhere in me, has some kind of compelling draw to lakes and woods and mountains because it's calming and it's nature and it's natural and natural you know but uh but then there's also like the creepy side like was that my reflection in the window this time or was that jason Voorhees? you know what i'm saying or was that just a guy or even better more terrifying 
a small Victorian ghost boy. Actually, not so much. I feel like if I saw that in real life, I'd probably just punch him immediately. Like if I was laying in bed, like in the cabin, in a dark cabin, and I heard creaks on the floorboard next to me, and I open my eyes and I see this small Victorian ghost boy, I probably would just punch him immediately, right? On the other side of that coin, <laughs> there's a flip side of that coin, my friend. Let's say you do got me boxing. Okay, not right now. Heat 1995, you googs. But let's say there is a flip side of that coin. And I open my eyes. And it's an elderly woman in a hospital gown, fucking on the ceiling, like a, like a spider. <laughs> That's creepy. Or coming up the stairs, you know, like crawling like a spider. That's fucking creepy. Old people are terrifying, especially when they're not supposed to be creepy. You know? Or rather, when they're doing creepy things. You know, like the fucking visit. Jesus Christ. And this is not the first time I brought it up, but I mean, come on. What about the old guy from Poltergeist Dos? Again, you googs. Uh, look, kids, we were supposed to do a little show tonight. Yeah, what the fuck? I know, we were going to do like a whole like coup d'etat, so to speak. What? You don't even know what the fuck that means. Hey, easy, easy. I'm just saying we were going to do like a review of the pop culture hit Home Alone, right? Because even though it's not based on a comic book or from the Comic-Con circuit, it was a cultural phenomenon for when it came out and it is a classic that resurfaces every holiday season and we are in the holiday season giving of the banks era time frame time of year uh so why not right why not stand on ceremony this time around but i'm afraid we actually had to um steer the ship so to speak and uh put that little you know bed bug to bed permanently Sometimes things just don't work out. They don't pan out. You know what I mean? And um, and that's not the kind of thing I want to rant about solo. You know, I did manage to rewatch it to do a show. And I was going to have some guests, but it couldn't pan out. And, and the point is, it's not happening. So I know I might have mentioned it was on the lineup. So I just want to say this at the top of the show. It's not happening. So for all you diehard Home Alone fans that were tuning into the podcast to hear us wax rhapsodically about this madness, uh, I'm sorry. My two takeaways are Catherine O'Hara is still brilliant and still amazing to look at. And John Candy, rest in peace, of course, is just still brilliant. And it's probably the favorite, my favorite, my, his scene alone is my favorite scene from that movie. And you can take from that what you will. That being said, if you really are Macaulay Culkin and John Candy enthusiasts, then maybe we should do Miss, uh, Mr. Buck. You know? I don't know why I said Mr. Buck like a foreigner. I'm pretty sure it's called Uncle Buck. <laughs> Why don't we do, uh, what's it, Mr. Buck? <laughs> oh, God. No, but we, um, we the Kamikazes in the Kamikaze world, we have a weird relationship with Uncle Buck because for all of you that are deeply, deeply initiated, you will know that Uncle Buck uh, himself is on our logo our Comic-Cons logo on the t-shirts, on the, on the, you know, the little thing with the Howard the Duck with the Point Break mask, Slimer with the Batman mask. And that's, that's Uncle Buck dead center in the masterpiece. He's wearing RoboCop helmet. And I believe our name for him is aptly titled RoboBuck. <laughs> when a good friend of mine and a good friend of the show and, and often, you know, biannual collaborator, uh, Mr. Harrison Christie, recast robocop as john candy from uncle Buck, <laughs> and then of course the very talented barf comics drew him in such fashion so there you have it kids there's a tie-in but i don't have any topics tonight because i'm i had to bail on the show last second and i want to give you some content right so waste not want not i'm going to give you some fucking content 
And, um, well, it's going to be a shameless plug because I might not have a podcast for you in, in terms of commentary with a friend on some old movie from our past or any kind of news or upcoming rumors or things of interest to, to discuss, but I do have music, you know? Some of you know this by now that I, I dabble, you know, in the music. And um, I've been kind of dropping little breadcrumbs here and there of my forthcoming gestating album, which will hopefully actually be out by 2021. I'm, look, I'm shooting for January. I was just in the studio the other day, right before I went on my little vacation, my little getaway. And uh, at John Barnes Audio with Uncle Johnny Barnes himself. And we, we tapped out some, did some vocals and did some music and it was good. It was productive. And um, this song that I'm going to share with you tonight or this morning, depending on when you're listening to this, is actually an original. It's an original tune. So I think the first two songs I sent you were covers. Um, I think I did a David Bowie cover that I shared back in last January. And then we did a, uh, a Mud Honey cover that I shared, I think, back in August. So this is an original, okay? It's called Gnarly Calamari. <laughs> and um, I wrote the lyrics, I wrote the music, I wrote the guitar. Um, I had been wanting to to do an, uh, do an original song and actually start a new album. This was actually back last October, right? almost like over a year ago. And I didn't have anything new. I knew I was going to go into the studio with John and, and work on some covers, and that was going to be fun. But I also wanted to bring an original. I wanted to do in a mix of originals and covers. And so I kind of I set the date for the studio first to kind of force me to kind of get in the zone to write. Because I feel like a lot of times I'll just put it off, I'll put it off, I'll put it off. You know, And I'll look at the guitar, I'll think about picking it up, and I just don't. So that kind of forced me to pick up the guitar almost every night. And I remember watching my son playing with the hose in the front yard, you know, because it was October of last year. And of course, it was still like 70 degrees outside because global warming is a myth, of course, you know, and uh, the polarized caps are not melting. The world is not going to hell. <laughs> and so I just, <laughs> I just came up with it in my garage, a little riff uh, on my acoustic that my sister gave me. And, um, and yeah, just came up with the tune, but no title. Then I put some words to it. Then I laid it down in John's studio. Now, as I laid it down, this was actually the first song I had put down for the album before we even worked on the covers. Um, but as I laid it down, I, I remember thinking like just how, how organic it was because John just put some strings over it. He put some, a little bit of percussion on it. He did some Ebo and some feedback. Actually, I don't think it was an Ebo. I think it was an all feedback. But anyway, he did some, some really cool shit over it. Um, and I got to do some fun backups on it too. And I'm, I'm really proud of this song because it was the first collaboration uh, the first original collaboration in years. Uh, so I just thought I'd share it with you tonight in lieu of sharing any kind of ridiculous ramblings. But of course, I can't give you a new song without some ramblings at the top. You know what I mean? So without further ado, I'm going to lay it on you right now. It's Gnarly Calamari. Uh, I hope you dig the tune. I hope you dig the lyrics. I'm proud of it. And I'm happy to share it with you right now. Once again, thanks for listening, Kamikazes. I love you. And again, it's just fiction. Enjoy. Did I do you wrong in 
Oh